Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Tea and Gemstones. I'm your host, Jen. This is a podcast for spilling the tea about cultural trends and the history of all things sparkly. Today we're talking about famous, brightly colored diamonds. I have a young daughter who is obsessed with all things rainbow, and diamonds are unquestionably the most well-known gemstone in the world, so I thought it was a perfectly fitting subject to kick us off. Roy G. Biv is a mnemonic for the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. For the sake of talking about diamonds, I'm going to group indigo and violet into purple. So we're doing Roy G. B. P. today. After we go across the rainbow, I'm going to do a later episode about other colors, uh, white, pink, black, and brown. So what is a diamond anyway? Diamonds are the hardest naturally occurring substance on earth. Their name comes from the Greek word adamas, which means unconquerable. But this indomitable creation consists of only one element, carbon, crystallized carbon to be exact. According to the National Institute of General Medical Sciences, human beings are approximately 18.5% carbon. We all have a little diamond inside us. Humans really love diamonds. We connect to diamond strength and beauty, and we've been seeking to personify those characteristics in ourselves since diamonds were first discovered, which as a side note, was in India in the fourth century BC. And fancy colored diamonds have more passionately captured people's hearts and their wallets more than anything else. All right, let's jump into the rainbow. Red, what a way to kick off the list. Red is the rarest color for a diamond. They just do not exist in any kind of quantity. There are so few red diamonds. The Gemological Institute of America, or the GIA, I'll cite them a lot, they are the highest authority on gemstones in America, probably one of the highest in the world. The GIA issued a report in 2017 reviewing their own records to show over a 30-year period from 1957 to 1987, not a single GIA lab report with the color red was assigned for a diamond. Out of millions of diamonds, no reds, none. Red diamonds do exist though, brace yourself. The GIA has records of approximately 20 to 30 red diamonds in existence. 20 to 30 total. Almost every single one of those red diamonds are under half a carat in weight. Here's some staggering perspective. Worldwide diamond reserves are estimated at approximately 1.2 billion carats, of which about 30 carats are red. Red diamonds are the rarest. There is one red diamond of substantial enough size to get a name. Famous and significant gemstones are often named, like the Hope Diamond, the heart of the ocean, who we'll visit when we get to blue on our rainbow journey. But our red diamond, with its own pronoun, is the Mosaif red diamond, or the red shield. It is 5.11 carats cut in a modified brilliant trillion basically a sparkly fat triangle. The rough stone was found by a farmer in Brazil in 1989. 
It was cut into its triangle shape and named the Red Shield, until it was purchased by an Israeli jeweler in 2002 who gave the stone his own surname, which I guess you're allowed to do when you buy slash adopt the world's rarest diamond for an undisclosed amount of money. The Mosayef Red is worth between $7 and $20 million, and granted that is a huge range, but there are no comps for this, nothing to compare it to. I highly recommend a Google image search, but don't body shame the Mosayef Red. It's a chubby little triangle. It looks pretty cute for how all alone among its kind it is. Orange. Orange diamonds are certainly hard to come across in everyday life, but unlike reds, it is not impossible. The GIA recognizes seven different color combination of diamond grades involving orange. I won't rattle them all off to you because they're not super catchy. How would you like an officially titled yellowish orange or orangish yellow? Yes, those are two of the official seven designations, and apparently they are unique from each other. A gemologist studies a stone for days, sometimes weeks, making the color designation because that can make a difference of millions of dollars. What the GIA having seven color combo designations tells me is that a quantity of orange diamonds exist to necessitate those distinctions. You know how many distinctions there are for red? One, red. You either are or you aren't, <laughs> so there you go. Orange diamonds are orange because of a specific amount of nitrogen present while they're forming. Nitrogen is responsible for yellow diamonds color as well. Now there are two famous named orange diamonds. Orange diamonds are usually small in carat weight with almost all specimens under six carats. The pumpkin diamond clocks in at 5.5. Ronald Winston, the son of Harry Winston, the high luxury jewelers, he bought the stone in 1997 at Auction House Christie's. Now you can't really talk about famous diamonds or jewelry in general without mentioning Christie's. Most of the named diamonds have passed across its auction block once, if not multiple times. Anyway, Ronald bought the pumpkin diamond for about $3 million. He set it in a ring and you can peep its orangey self sparkling away on Halle Berry's finger in 2002 when she won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Now, the second named orange diamond just makes me laugh. First off, it has the amazing name of the orange. And while all previously known orange diamonds were under six carats, in 2013, this 14.82 fancy vivid orange diamond in a perfect pear shape appears out of nowhere from a private anonymous collector who had hidden it away for over 30 years. The gem world had never seen such a thing before. I guess that's why they were too shocked to name it anything other than the orange. <laughs> the orange went to Christie's auction house who estimated the stone would sell for about $17 million. Well, staying on trend for the orange's unusual life, it went from one anonymous collector to another. An unknown buyer snagged the orange for a whopping $35.5 million, 2.4 million per carat. 
the international head of Christie's jewelry department, Francois Curel, he put out a statement after the sale calling the orange diamond a miracle of nature. Unfortunately, that miracle now resides in secrecy somewhere in the world. Maybe one day it will reemerge to bask us with its orangey glow and hopefully be designated with a more appropriately reverent moniker. Yellow. Ah, the happy, cheerful yellow diamond. So diamonds are composed of carbon atoms laid out in a crystal lattice. When they're pure carbon, they are colorless. Nitrogen is the genesis of yellow diamonds' internal sunshine. Nitrogen atoms are very small and able to slip in amongst the carbon atoms. Just one nitrogen atom among 100,000 carbon atoms can impart a yellow hue. This happens enough that yellow diamonds can claim the contradictory title of most common of the rare. 60% of all fancy colored diamonds in existence are yellow. Now, yellow diamonds for me are synonymous with Tiffany & Co. I am aware of the power of marketing. This is no doubt because of the most famous yellow diamond in the world, bearing the name the Tiffany Yellow Diamond. You probably have recently seen, seen this stone in your Instagram feeds dangling seductively down the back of Beyonce in Tiffany's new ad campaign released in August this year. But this stone has been generating likes for over 142 years. In 1879, Charles Tiffany bought the rough stone from a mine in South Africa. It took over a year for this masterpiece to be cut into a one-of-a-kind, get ready for this title, modified antique cushion brilliant. Whew. It weighs in at a staggering 128.54 carats. It has been featured in several designs for the jewelry house, but it currently stars as the focal point at the end of a necklace of over 100 carats of white diamonds and platinum. The Tiffany diamond is supposedly worth about $30 million, but Tiffany & Co. has stated it will never, ever be sold, making this rock of sunshine completely priceless. Green. Deep in the earth, over the billions of years of diamonds being made, a very few of the crystallizing carbon stones were exposed to radioactive materials. The gamma rays or other radioactive particles actually knocked a few carbon atoms away, which creates these little color holes that absorb all red and blue light, leaving behind only green sweeping away on our rainbow journey from the more accessible yellows the green diamonds are truly few among many the gia has records of only approximately 300 vivid green diamonds over one carat in size and only 10 over three carats the largest vivid green diamond to ever be auctioned at christie's was the aurora green which was about five carats but there is one outlier green diamonds do have a sizable representative for their existence. It is a Goliath compared to all other known greenies, a stunning 41 carat rock that is cut in a slightly mm, pot-bellied modified pear shape. The Dresden green is a stone that sits nestled among 
411 white diamonds in what can only be described as the most ostentatious bobby pin of all time. Okay, get this. So this stone was first brought to the world's attention in 1722 when a London newspaper wrote an article about it being found in India. 20 years later, in 1742, the king of Poland buys the stone, we don't know for how much, and he has the one-of-a-kind green diamond set in this super elaborate, the history books call it a hat ornament. It's like a brooch that clips to your hat or to your hair. So it's the world's most expensive bobby pin, I say. The Dresden Green wasn't called the Dresden Green back then. We don't know what they called it. It took on the name Dresden Green because it eventually found its way into living in the residence of the Dresden Vault in Dresden, Germany, where it lived for over 300 years. In a bizarre twist of fate, on November 25th in 2019, when thieves broke into the vault and stole countless treasures, some estimates place the value of the theft at over a billion dollars and the thieves were never caught, but that's a story for another time. But when the thieves went after the Dresden Green, where it's been for over 300 years, it wasn't there. It was in the second floor gallery of New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art on loan for an exhibition. So the ultra exclusive green diamonds still have their mighty representative on the world stage. Blue. When the element of boron decides to move in and live inside a crystallizing carbon structure, the result is a beautiful blue diamond. Blue diamonds are interesting because while they occur in nature with very little frequency, when they do appear, they tend to be much larger in size than reds, oranges, or greens. There are several top 10 lists for famous blue diamonds, which by now should kind of surprise you since like red diamonds have one named stone, oranges have two, blue diamonds have double digits of top named stones, but none are more a part of pop culture than the Hope Diamond. Considered to be the most famous diamond in the world, the Hope Diamond is actually the first known blue diamond to ever be found. Talk about peaking early. We first have a record of its sale in 1666. I think I'm going to have to do a deep dive on the Hope Diamond because it has lived a soap opera life. It's been owned by kings, sultans, lords. It's been stolen and recovered. Some reports say three different times. Anyway, this 45 and a half carat walnut shaped stone has lived in at least half a dozen countries and when harry winston the owner of the stone in 1958 decided to donate it to the national museum of natural history he sent the hope diamond in the mail i mean it was technically registered mail but still just through the postal service in a brown box he insured that box for one million dollars which cost mr winston a little less than a buck fifty at the post office Today, the diamond is insured for $250 million. The Hope Diamond inspired a modern piece of pop culture in 1997 with James Cameron's The Titanic, which featured the lustworthy blue diamond Heart of the Ocean, a fictional necklace that ultimately, spoiler alert, got dropped into the sea to live its day beneath the waves. But the Hope Diamond is much more accessible than the bottom of the sea, 
It's one of the more easily seen of any of these famous diamonds. Anyone from the public can go and visit it on display. It sits on a blue velvet pillow in the Smithsonian. All right, we're at the end of the rainbow with purple. Purple diamonds are few and far to find, much like red diamonds. Purple diamonds are born when a diamond's crystal structure bends or warps due to what is called plastic deformation. Basically, the newborn forming diamond was subject to intense stress and the neat and orderly carbon structure melts or sags a little. The resulting deformed areas of the crystal can reflect and absorb the light spectrum, leaving the stone purple colored. It is not a well understood process, this plastic deformation of diamonds, and scientists can't even really replicate it in a lab. As for coming out of the earth, it doesn't happen often. The GIA records 12 total carats of newly mined purple diamonds discovered in the last 32 years, with only about 100 carats ever recorded in the GIA's total history. Purple diamonds are firmly in the realm of collectors, not the everyday woman, unless you are Vanessa Bryant, who famously was gifted a $4 million purple diamond ring from Kobe Bryant. There are no famous named purple diamonds. The few sizable stones that could possibly rise to pronoun status emerged onto the world stage only briefly and then disappeared to anonymous collectors. The 7.34 carat fancy vivid purple diamond called the Royal Purple Heart was the best candidate to perhaps become famous and live in a museum as the representative of purple on the diamond rainbow. However, this mysterious stone is an enigma. Most famous diamonds are named after their owners or where they are mined but no such demographics were provided, so the royal purple heart was monikered after the stone's color and cut. This company that handles diamonds through the production process called Julius Klein Diamond Corporation, they provided the heart-shaped stone to the GIA for its grading. They didn't provide any info about where it came from. People freaked out. Here's the largest purple diamond ever found. Many gemologists called for this extremely rare stone to be exhibited, but it was quickly purchased by an unknown collector for an unknown amount of money, and it vanished from public view. The Royal Purple Heart has not been seen since 2002. Well, there we are, everyone. A rainbow of famous diamonds. I'll go back through the Roy G. B. P. We have red, the Mosaif Red, a five-carat chubby triangle with no comparable equal. We have orange, represented by the so basically named but utterly exceptional in appearance, the orange, a 14-carat pair stone sold for $35 million and vanished from public view as quickly as it appeared. For yellow, our representative is the iconic Tiffany Yellow Diamond. This 128-carat one-of-a-kind stone continues to be a part of the modern world on Lady Gaga's neck at the Academy Awards or on Beyonce's back on Instagram. It periodically goes on display at the Tiffany & Co. flagship store in New York City. You can walk in and look at it, no museum ticket required. For green, we have the world's most impressive bobby pin, sorry, hat ornament, the Dresden Green, 
a 41 karat one-of-a-kind stone that if you ever make it over to Dresden Castle in Germany, it's there for the public to see. For blue, our hearts will go on. The Hope Diamond's life story definitely warrants its own deep dive down to its ocean depths. Oh wait, that's just me describing its stunning dark sea blue color that has driven men and women throughout history to do some crazy things. For now, the 45 karat Hope Diamond lives in the Smithsonian to inspire and amaze. For purple, to see a purple diamond, you're going to have to go to Google Images. You can search for the Royal Purple Heart, a uniquely cut, uniquely hued, 7 karat purple stone that, blink and you missed it, graced the gem world in the early 2000s. Well, I hope you enjoyed this venture across the rainbow with me. Tea and Gemstones will be continuing to explore new topics. If you have an idea you'd like to share, please hit me up on Instagram at Tea and Gemstones. We'll be updating with new shows periodically. Our theme song is Sunrise Expedition by Joseph McCade. Check our show notes for links to our blog, for a transcript of today's show, and the bibliography notes. All right, till next time, stay sparkly. <laughs>